Hi guys, welcome to episode 32 of the RSS podcast. In today's episode, we have a quick little catch up and then we hit it with some recent sporting news. We talk about Liverpool's win and the Jota tackle, as well as the Heineken Champions Cup final and NHL playoffs. Straight after that, we dive straight into our topic, which is the role sport can have on academic performance. Here we talk about some articles and then we bring in some reasons why we think what we think really, and then possible negatives. Let's dive straight into this episode. Please remember to follow, like, and share. Let's go. What's up, everyone? Welcome back to the Real Sports Science Podcast. It's episode 32 with Matt and David. Let's go. Come on. How you doing, Matt? You looked like you got deafened by yeah, that intro. Good, mate. <laughs> it is so loud. <laughs> really loud. It is loud. Monday evening, it's another late one. So you're, if you're listening to this on Tuesday, mm. we just recorded this. But uh, it's Monday. It's you, Monday. You fresh, eh? It's, it's w- holiday Monday. And your boy has a little beverageino in his hand as well. How the other half live. I've been stuck at work all day. Jeez, <laughs> must be nice. I was, it was because my parents have been visiting um, and there was just a bottle open and I was making dinner. I was like, hmm, that looks interesting. So poured myself a little glass and here we are. David's feeling loose, <laughs> loosey-goosey. My mom came in, my mom came and visited. Um, she was here, when did she get here? The, the 18th of April. And the plan was for her. She's going to be here a week and then leave leave the following Tuesday. It came to Friday. My birthday was Wednesday or something like that. Wednesday or Thursday. It comes to Friday and my dad and brother show up at my front door, which was sick. Like huge surprise that they flew over from Canada over here to come visit me. And then turns out they stayed for another week till Friday. Just this past Friday gone. That's amazing. Yeah, it was awesome to see them. Super surprised. I was, I'm planning on heading back there in August, so I was expecting to see them then, but to see them a bit earlier, and obviously here was awesome. Um, so so got to kind of show them around the big mm. town of Loughborough, went to Nottingham with them. Yeah, I went down yesterday to London because they left Loughborough on Friday and then spent the weekend in London. So I went down to London and we kind of spent the day there. We went on this boat tour on the, on the, on the Thames and it was really fun. Like I learned actually so many. Do you know there's a pub down there that's owned by Gandalf? Not Gandalf, but the guy who plays Gandalf, Ian something, I think. Oh, okay. Like Ian McKenton or something. Yeah, like yeah, yeah. Mick something. But anyways, like we we oh, yeah, he owns a pub down there called Grapes. And so many interesting facts that we learned about oh, like pirates and all that kind of stuff and yeah. like the history of the Thames. And London itself, so it was pretty cool. Oh, that's yeah, yeah. it was sick. Oh, that's decent. Yeah, but I am so behind on work now because obviously, like, I took some days off and planned to take some days off when my mom was here. But then, obviously, my family was here as well for an extra week and a bit. So, I got some. Yeah, boys got some catching up to do. <laughs> it's gonna probably be a couple late nights this week, but that's fine. A little, yeah, a little grind, a little bit of a grind. Yeah. Eh? Yeah, but Ali, you know what? You're putting the RSS podcast first. Fair play to you. 
You got to. Hey, Tuesday doesn't wait around for That's, no one. Tuesday, 6.30 doesn't wait no. for no one. So you got to be ready. How was your week? Uh, boring, mate. Life's boring. <laughs> Just uh, worked and that's about it. Sorry, no news there. Rugby season's finished, so nothing's going on in my life. Anyway, sports news. I'll tell you what, Liverpool's win against Tottenham was amazing. 4-3. Um, what a game. So, David, I sent you, well, I, I put a link onto the video in there. Have you seen that tackle? I haven't. I haven't. Should I watch it right now? Let me watch it right now. Go. Yeah. Live reaction. Okay. So, seven seven goal thrillers settled at sudden death. So Liverpool 4-3 over Tottenham. So, go two minutes, I think, two minutes and 11 seconds. Oh, it's right at the end. What is... Su- Holy moly, I just saw people flying. Okay, hang on. Here it is. Look at that. <laughs> okay, here it, here it is. Jeez. Oh, pause real quick. Yeah, collected it right in, per- right in the skull. It looks like he just like booted his face. That was an MMA style tackle. Hang on, let me. Uh, like, who's that? Do you know what I mean? Apparently, he had to get some stitches as well. And the worst thing is, so that player didn't get sent off or anything yeah. that did the tackle. And he was the guy that scored the game winning goal, no the match winning goal in like the 95th minute. That's I think. hilarious. I'm going to, I'm going to yeah, watch so, it one more uh, time. He barely, bit of a long, I day. mean, it, that, that's a pretty crazy tackle. He did not really touch him that hard, but did he need a couple zips? Yeah. But, but then that's what I thought. That's what I thought. But then it's the fact that like it is a sharp metal stud, like all it needs is just a little clip and then it can still slice. Definitely. Open at the definitely. End of the day. No, nah, to be fair, like that was crazy. Um, the, you, football just really compared to ice hockey. <laughs> you're like David. Shut up! I know what you're gonna. No, say. I know what you mean. I know what you're gonna say, David. And I don't want to hear it. <laughs> <laughs> no, I agree. I agree. Rugby as well. Rugby football's different level. With um, we'll get into NHL real like before like in a bit. I'll, or is that next? No, 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 no. I'll talk about NHL playoffs in a second, but just. Just on that note, a guy had to go off because he got a skate to the face just a couple games ago. He went off and got 75. Did you see pictures of it? He got 75 stitches like right across just over the eye, just under the eye, I guess. Came back the next game, like the same game. Yeah. Did you see Did you see um, the way it happened as well? Yeah, like right in the paint, like right right by the goalies. Yeah. The, the, I nearly said the stud. Um, the skate was up and then it just pushed his helmet and then just ching, yeah. straight off. That's 75 zips. <laughs> but to be fair, though, that, that was a pretty crazy tackle. Like you don't see that in football every day, so. I mean, if you're gonna go, if you're no, gonna roll around no. the ground for something, it, it it might as well be something like that. At least you had to get stitches. Yeah, yeah. I agree. But also, I hope he's okay. <laughs> he did. Right, he did David bounce Paywell, his head off on. of the studs. Like, that's pretty bad. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. So that that that's that's football news for all you football fans out there. That's the football one. Rugby fans, nice and short and sweet. Uh, so the Heineken European Champions Cup final will be La Rochelle versus Leinster after La Rochelle dismantled Exeter. Um, I thought Exeter were looking good in the first, what, 10 minutes, and then it just they just ran away with the game. I mean, it, you should have seen it. The stadium was filled with yellow and black flags just everywhere. Like, I don't know how many people, but it looked amazing. Um, and speaking of uh, rugby, um, England women's team, the Red Roses, have become, well, they won the Grand Slam, Six Nations, so they're the Six Nations champions, won every single game, so massive congratulations to them. Did they uh, just, did they just play... Scotland yesterday. 
Oh no no they no Not they France. played France the day they, they played, played France right was that was that Saturday they played France on Saturday yeah right? Saturday yeah I watched the end of that game but yeah, Scotland yeah. played yesterday nice. didn't they nice. they played someone and yeah they beat Ireland okay. I think they beat Ireland right but yeah no so massive congratulations and I'm looking forward to watching the final now for all you Canadians out there and Americans. And hockey fans. Hockey fans all over. Don't know why I'm starting to label people. That's yeah, right. Come David, on. You're, take it you're away. a hockey fan now too, Canucks. <laughs> Unfortunately, the Canucks aren't in the playoffs, but the first round of the NHL playoffs saw They're probably shocking. one of the most the one of the biggest upsets, maybe in NHL history, or at least like recent NHL history. So the Boston Bruins came into the playoffs winning the president's trophy, meaning they had the most points in the NHL. In, of every, any team they also had like the i think the winningest record of any nhl team i don't want to say in the history of the nhl because that seems a little crazy but it was it broke records like they broke records for their win loss like ratio or whatever anyway they they went up so so for anyone who doesn't know how nhl playoffs works it's like the nba so you play a bunch of best out of seven series against the same team and then if you win that best out of seven series, you move on to the next team. So Boston played Florida Panthers and they were up, they went up three games to one. So like they've got it in the bag. Like they just need to pull out one more win. They ended up losing four games to three. So Florida won three consecutive games, one in overtime on game seven. Um, and so they kicked out Boston, which was no one saw coming except for all the Florida players, as they say. Um, but anyways, huge upset, huge upset. Uh, also, one more news. The Maple Leafs broke the 19-year curse of getting into round two. Put your hands down. You're a Canucks fan. You're not cheering for the Maple Leafs. No. Yeah, no, but I, I watched um, All or Nothing Toronto, Toronto oh, Maple Leafs. Fine, fine, so yeah, yeah. And to be fair, there's only two Canadian teams left, so we got to cheer for the Maple Leafs and Edmonton Oilers, even though we don't want to. <laughs> yeah, but that's that's fine. It's it was it's been as a non Maple Leafs fan, kind of funny seeing them get kicked, like having unreal seasons and then getting kicked out in the first round for the last few years, even though on paper they have just an absolute wagon of a team. Oh, so. I, I wouldn't yeah. have hated if if they went out first round, but also you got to support the Canadian teams because we got to bring the cup back to Canada at some point. So they mm. they run they won the Stanley Cup for anyone who doesn't the know. Stanley Cup the championships of the NHL. Uh, so they won again. They knocked out the reigning champs and another wagon of a team, the Tampa Bay Lightning, who have been just an absolute dynasty uh, in the last six seven years like they've just been unstoppable so they've won multiple times over the last few years anyways boston gets kicked out that feels good as a canucks fan as you'll know and maple leafs they move on to the second round which which is great for canada so well done maple leafs that's it that's all i got for nhl news there you go love it i'm i'm such an avid hockey fan i knew everything (laughs) you were gonna say Whilst also I had to be like, Matt, um, Matt, let me take yeah. the NA. You wrote down all the NHL playoff news, and I was like, Matt, let me say it, please. You know, I'll probably me. get it wrong. Doing my charity. I'll let, you, I'll let you do it. 
Yeah, I'll probably, <laughs> definitely will get it wrong. Um, but yeah, that's sporting news. Let's get in. Let's get into the topic of today. So yeah, for this topic, David, we've got does participating in sports improve academic performance? Now I know, like, there's a not an old wives' tale, but there's a saying, you know, like doing sport must help acad- like must help you academically or you hear about all these uh, professional sportsmen i don't know what the ratio is but um a lot of them are very academically like well i mean they've got degrees it's not like they're slacking um i know probably in the nfl not as much but because uh, <laughs> you hear about the stories there but like i don't know um you always hear about it and i thought why not have a little debate about it so uh, we can just should we just give our hypotheses um, and why? Ooh. And then we can dive into some of the studies. Yeah. So, um, okay. Yeah. What do you think? It is interesting. I guess it depends, like, par- participating in sports and what kind of level. Like, are we talking about, like, re- recreational sports will improve academic yeah. performance? Like, playing football in a, on an 11 or 5-a-side football team once a week or something? Like, recreational? Because then I would say absolutely, just because of like the improvement of mental health, cognitive function, like what sport or like healthy activity, recreational activity or fitness does on like yeah. cognitive function and, and that. Yeah. I mean, so like, uh, so I guess it, massively you've got to look at the levels. Sorry. Yeah. I guess that's the, the difficulty I have. I guess like I would say my, we hypothesize, AKA I hypothesize that participating in sports will improve academic performance. <laughs> I I agree. That's a very good one. Um, nice. And I'll tell you what, David, the University of Cambridge agrees with you. So oh. an article I found was that the University of Cambridge found that undergraduate students who participated in university level sport performed just as well as other students academically, if not better. So the details of the samples used was over five, 4,000 tripos. Tripos? I don't know. Some Cambridge best friends or stuff. Um, Results of undergraduate, maybe like a study tool or something, like a a survey tool. Um, Of undergraduate students who had represented the university in their sport and achieved a blue, half blue or club colours from 2005 to 2016 um, were compared to Tripos results or like survey results of the undergraduate population as a whole during the same period. So the key findings of this study were basically that the percentage of first class results achieved by undergraduate sports people was 28.4% and it was greater than the percentage achieved by undergraduates in the university as a whole so there were 23.7% which is quite I mean it's not drastic but there's definitely like a a bit of significance there I just googled what is the Cambridge tripost system <laughs> I was like I thought you froze you're just holding up your you're just crossing your fingers <laughs> The tripost system, all Cambridge right? undergrad, all undergrad courses are assessed through examinations in broad subject areas called triposes. I don't know if I'm saying that right. Triposes. So it's like their testing system. Oh, so Each survey. Tri- we'll call it survey, David. Well, no, no it's like, no, like, a, like, a, like an exam, not a survey. Yeah, yeah. Each tripost is divided into one or more parts, and you need to complete a number of parts in one or more triposes to qualify for a BA degree. So it's like their exam system. 
and, and yeah. I so they looked at the results yeah. of their exams. Yeah. And then the, the next key finding was that the percentage of upper second class results achieved by undergraduate sports people was 63%, which was greater than the percentage achieved by undergraduates in the university as a whole, which was 51.8%. The, lastly, the percentage of lower second and third class results achieved by undergraduate sports people was lower than the undergraduates in the university as a whole. Obviously, there's so many multiple, like there's so many factors that can play into that. But I mean, yeah, it's just a little bit of a study, hey? A little and bit, then, 4,000 triposts yeah. from 2005 to 2016, 11 years. I guess that's a cool thing about like universities. You just have mega data sets that you could actually use. That's really, that's, yeah, that that's interesting. So, yeah. So, the, okay, the first one, I just want to, percentage of first class results achieved by undergrad sports, sports people. So people who... So people, like undergrad people who, who played sports was greater than the percentage achieved by undergraduates in the university as a whole. Yeah. That's, it, that's interesting though. Is, so they, yeah, go ahead. I did. Yeah. I, the only issue with that study is I couldn't find like what they determined sports people was. Do you know what I mean? Like mm -hmm. what was the benchmark to become a sport, to be classified as a sports person? Yeah. It's also interesting that they, they didn't, I at least... They only, they compared the percentage of sports people to the percentage of the university as a whole, which does, does the university as a whole also include the sports people? So they're like, yeah, they're being, they're being compared to an average, which they're a part of as well. That's kind of, that's kind of funny. Yeah. Anyway, so it does. It looks like the sports the sports people got better results than mm. the university as a whole, or people who didn't play in sports. Yeah, yeah. And then, and then to follow on from that, there was a study from the University of Sydney, in which that this was a bit better. But they found that um, just quickly, a little disclaimer: they found like over this 115 studies that was you know researched and reviewed, some of them were a bit dodgy like a bit spotty and you know the research isn't as high quality as you would think around that so that's a future part of research or a, a limitation to this sort of topic however the you know research team from the university of sydney's charles perkins center reviewed combined and analyzed the results of 115 studies conducted worldwide majority were from the u.s with a total of more than 1 million students aged between about nine years old to 18 years old and they found that overall sports participation had a small but positive effect on academic performance. But the relationship was strengthened when the sport was conducted during school hours and at a moderate dose of around one to two hours a week. And then from Dr. Owen, one of the researchers from that team said that we think we are seeing this link because the sport is taking place immediately before the academic lessons and therefore could have an immediate effect on a children's attention and time on task. But we'd need larger, more comprehensive experimental studies to confirm that. So they did it not on university students, but like. like yeah, so like nine years kids. old to 18 years old. Yeah. 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 Um, How difficult so would it be studying this topic? It'd be so difficult because, uh -huh, I mean, like, like so many things are coming into play. Whether they 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 could be mm. playing sports, but just have an unbelievable stressful home life, so their academics are aren't great. No, I mean, there's so mm. many different factors, and I think it's also like I don't know. It's it's, it's strange. Um, 
because you can't you, you can't manage everything you know you can't make everything a controlled variable it's just going to be too difficult <laughs> you know especially nine yeah. years old eh? um yeah but well, why yeah, did I mean, why did you you played sports right when you did your undergrad yeah i think i'm the yeah. outlier david i'm not gonna lie <laughs> you didn't like you didn't you didn't no, did, like I, it's not not sports but like physical activity you did physical activity when no you no did sorry your I, I did do sports but i i think i didn't i don't know if that made me smarter i don't know <laughs> oh that's, that's the only issue <laughs> um, nah, they're like ooh, outlier get that guy out of the study <laughs> <laughs> yeah he's way off that forest plot get him out yeah um yeah no i, th- I think in all honesty that I, I all jokes aside i genuinely think if i wasn't doing sport i i don't know if that would have made me better academically i think it allowed me to sort of de-stress release some of the emotions that i had pent up inside and release some of that energy that i needed to get out otherwise i would have been sat down and been a complete nightmare i think looking back now um and not only that you just meet people who can give you that same drive so a, a good example was when i was playing football there was this one guy on the team that like me and him were like really good mates and you know from that i could see he was really doing well uh, he was doing really well academically so that spurred me on to start studying more and you know like being that me and him would study together so that would help me progress further you know you got to surround mm-hmm. yourself with people that are have that drive have that determination and in sports i mean you need massive amounts of discipline if you want to go to that next level so yeah mm. it is interesting like i i like what you said about kind of um surrounding yourself with people and this is I this is such a huge generalization, so uh, maybe I should say it, but like I don't know if you're on average, if you're like if the gym is important to you or getting out and playing football is important to you, you know, even if you really enjoy having beers after you play your five aside football team, you know, like chances are as a whole, you're probably a little bit more mindful of like your health and well-being than somebody who doesn't and again that's such a generalization but i guess that's just like my own experiences maybe and maybe i've just gotten lucky with like the group of people that i've gotten to know that like are really into whatever exercise or sport or playing sport at a high level especially if you're playing sport at a high level like if you're trying to do that and be and be like in university or be doing good in academics you can't party every weekend like you just can't Mm. And you won't because you're serious about your sport. So it kind of comes hand in hand. And and again, that's like such a huge generalization. But and I guess that's just my experience. Like it seems being serious about like sport, even if it's just in a recreational sense, means that you at least are aware of like health, well-being, eating healthy, getting in your protein. <laughs> Which probably then extends no, I, out to like your your academics, just because you're healthy. Your turn. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I mean, yeah. Sorry, sorry. Um, <laughs> I, I, I agree with you, and I don't, I don't think it's. I, I, I guess it is a bit of a generalization, but I feel like in those environments, in those sporting environments, it requires discipline to turn up every day and to go through so many hours of practice. Um, 
in order to to like compete in university level or even you know some school levels as well you're putting in hours of practice to perfect a task that you're setting yourself out to do where you're holding yourself accountable and you have to turn up so then that creates discipline that creates determination for some people which think can then be translated into your academics in a way um yeah. and i mean you 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 to in order to perform at your best you are more healthy you are more mindful of things that you do things that you know going out drinking do i want to do that or going out eating this every day oh it affects my performance it makes me feel crappy so then you are 100% more mindful um yeah so i and and i guess you can see some trans some parts of that are transferable um to academics because i mean if you're if you've just finished say like a, a big thing is the wrestlers in america apparently they're the most like disciplined ever because they got to make the weight they got to be the strongest possible mm. the competition is very very tough um but they they've got that drive and you know like if you've got an exam coming up and you're like oh i can revise you've managed to be disciplined in something you can transfer it then so you'll be like no actually i've got to stick to this i've got to stick to this i can't just sack it off i guess i guess yeah yeah especially like again elite um, sport or like competitive sport because you have to be so regimented with your time you kind of just get used to that i think on the other side kind of and i thought of this when you're reading the studies i wonder if if we're talking about just like competitive high level sports like ncaa or or that um where they're like competing at a high level so not just recreational but i wonder if like because they're playing at a high level, if they just get more also resources to help with their academics, because obviously they don't have a lot of time. So I wonder if it's like, like if we're talking again, purely like high level sports is it's not actually a direct like causation of play sports and be good at academics, but like because you're playing high level sports and don't have a lot of time, you get a lot of resources from the university to also excel at academics that people who don't play sports at a high level don't have access to, or maybe, or maybe don't know they have access to it or whatever. So I don't know. I guess that's just like playing devil's advocate on the other side. Oh no, hundred percent. I mean, you you look at all this last chance use uh, things that came out, you know, on Netflix, and I think I thought that was a great show because you see all these students who who aren't that academically in front. You know what I mean? They haven't pushed that boundary. They're not going to these D one colleges or universities. So yeah, you know, then they and and you see the help that they get, the extra help they get just because they are football players. You you know, there's I forgot her name, but this poor poor woman's just chasing all these football players around, saying, "Oh, why haven't you turned up to class? Why haven't you done this?" So there are there are yeah consequences that they've also got to deal with, and they do get a massive amount of help because I mean if you're if you're a student who's not into sport, then do you get that same treatment of someone running you down and uh, you know like making sure that you're turning up to your class? Do they care that much? Yeah. And then that can that mm. I think that that was into the mental health area. But one of the one thing I wanted mm. to mention was that the Cambridge study included testimonials from some of the students that. Um, went through that process and they said that sport and physical activity can provide an effective release from academic studies, improve mental health and give students the opportunity to develop valuable social and support networks. Furthermore, another part was that employers recognize the benefits of sport in developing career enhancing qualities with more than nine in 10 of those questioned identifying a clear link between university sport participation and valuable skills and strengths in potential employees. Finally, furthermore, in a 
uh, sorry, finally, in a 2013 Bucks questionnaire, results were as follows. More than half of graduates reported that working in uh, that sporting involvement helped them develop teamwork skills and leadership qualities in the workplace. Hmm. So I guess I guess that just backs up the transferability that you can see yeah. um, or that people have mentioned. Um, yeah. But yeah, I, it's, it, is, it is difficult. But I, with all the studies coming out more, especially in recent times, um, that, you know, just any participation in, phys- in physical activity can, you know, help reduce anxiety um Mm. if you if even if you're feeling alone you know like then you find people that you can sort of share things with and build memories together just a community you feel a part of it's great you know what i mean and then that can take away the stress of exams or academic Mm. studies that are coming up all that pressure you put you feel like it's a massive release because of all that dopamine just wanted to pull it up so just a reason why get a bit scientific with it um just a reason why is that like so i've pulled this off from a study that i'll link below um so it's a a a common hypothesis to explain this generally accepted positive association is improved cognitive uh, cognitive function and brain structure which you said earlier donnelly donnelly et al bloody hell if i drank wine as well as I'm losing it. Donnelly et al. <laughs> systematically reviewed evidence of the effects on physical activity on cognitive function, brain structure, and function in children and concluded that physical activity was beneficial. More recently, Valkenborgs et al. systematically reviewed experimental medical image, imaging studies investigating the effects of physical activity on children and adolescents' brain structure and function. In terms of structural changes, physical activity can improve white matter integrity of the corpus callosum a region on the brain important for cognitive processing and it can also result in changes in the frontal lobe which is responsible for executive processes cognition attention and information processing these changes in the brain and improved cognitive function could explain how physical activity improves academic performance so like that's the thing. It's like, I wonder if, you know, because a big thing is problem solving. So a good one is from maths, going through, you know, maths and all of that stuff. A lot of that was problem solving. You know, you get all those difficultly worded, mm. difficultly. Um, you get all these worded. Difficult, difficulty like worded. There nice. you go. Amazing stuff, eh? You can tell I played sport and I'm <laughs> at the outlier still. Um, no, you get all these problems in maths that you've got to like use your brain and use all these different con- concepts and theories or you know stuff that you've been taught in lessons to try figure out the answer. And I guess using sports, it, that's the same thing really. You're you're playing a football game. You've got a team of eleven. If you're the leader, or even if you're just a, a right back looking. You know, you have to solve the problem. Okay, how do they keep getting past us? Well, they keep getting us, but getting past us because they're sending the balls over the top. How do we combat it? So it's a constant for that 90 minutes, you know, two halves, if you're lucky enough to play or good enough to play two halves. Um, it's that constant problem solving. So I guess that obviously has to bring in muscle memory into when you have to problem solve in maths a bit later or like the next day. Mm. Um, and then it's also that, yeah, I, I, there's got to be something more just what was it it was on the top of my mind but yeah yeah it, it, it it's a big thing but then at the same play, time play a, a bit of sport maybe would... then you'll maybe maybe play yeah. a bit more sport than you'll think of it start doing star jumps <laughs> there you go got it no well, um, came back but to... <laughs> like one of the negatives to combat that is is essentially management so time management by doing sports is that a detriment to actually your academics because by doing sports you get back you're sweaty you're tired 
you're like, oh, I've got an exam tomorrow. Yeah. And I'd be bothered it's to do way it. more I've had a fun training to play sessions. sports been... than, than yeah. studying. Or or even like, okay, I've just come back from like the weekly football, five aside football with my mates. They're going out for drinks, but I've got an exam tomorrow. Wait, no, that's got nothing to do with sport. <laughs> no, no, but it's true. But you, you get it's me, true. Like, no, but it's yeah. true. Yeah, absolutely. It's yeah, you play on a five aside yeah. team Wednesday. It's wing Wednesday. So obviously you're gonna go out for a couple wings and a couple beverageinos with the boys yeah. afterwards, right? Yeah, it's like that community, yeah, then, obviously. Then, That's yeah, but you gotta you gotta study for an exam whatever next week and you're like mm, that's fine i still got the weekend to do that just strictly strictly talking about sports um i guess it, it the big the major thing i say i could say that's the biggest gray area around all of this is how much sport like what level are we talking because i do see that you know if you're in that elite level it gives you discipline but if you're in that um sort of just playing it for fun it could give you less discipline so then less transferable you know less I mean, you're still problem solving, but is it as much as, you know, is it right. as much to make, to what extent does that make it, that, that academic performance greater or have an effect on it? So I guess there is a lot of gray area, but I just still deep down think that it, it has a massive, you know, if you feel better about yourself just by doing, and there's so many studies out there saying just by doing 40 minutes or just by doing anything active, you feel so much better after that will make you want to do more or make you feel like you can achieve more rather than just being cooped up inside and not doing anything, you, you're just going to see the same four walls or you're just going to feel crap and nothing's going to change. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Putting yourself out of your comfort zone will show you personally that you can do these things, which will therefore mean that you can study for this test, that you can get past these difficult issues when writing an essay or something or a bit mm. of coursework. Yeah, yeah, definitely. And like the time management thing is definitely the biggest thing. I feel right now I'm trying mm -hmm. to figure out how how to manage my time well to do all the things that I need to do for work. Um, but also still like have time for the gym and like doing sports just because I really enjoy it and obviously know the benefits that it brings. Um, so I think that is really, really difficult yeah. of, of finding those times. I think something that's interesting that I find is like often when I think I don't have time to go to the gym, or do or play football or anything i end up like i don't know being like kind of down and then i end up trying to do work because i really need to get get going on it but then i'm kind of like i almost get like not lazy but I, i'm just not like i don't get good work done because i'm just sat here for hours and hours trying to do work and it's just draining <clears throat> and i find actually what works better is if i like if I intentionally take like breaks or I intentionally set time aside, like, no, these two or this hour or this 45 minutes, I'm going to go to the gym. I'm going to get something done and then come back. And I think on like on one side, I just feel better coming back from the gym and like, Oh, actually I feel way better. Now let's get some work done. But two as well, I find like when I block out my time and, or I block out my day and I'm not very good at this all the time. But when I'm, when I do it, when I block out my day very specifically, I get way better work, like much higher quality work done in less time than when I'd be like, I have all day. I just got to grind this out. Like I don't have time for the gym. And then I end up doing like, I, I do poor quality work, which takes longer to accomplish the same thing. When, when if I like, 
blocked out my day and be like, no, I'm going to go to the gym. I'm going to crush this. And then I have this amount of time to get the work done. I get much higher quality work done in less time when I don't sacrifice the gym because I have so much to do. And I think sometimes you do just have to sacrifice the gym. So I'm not saying like, Oh no, always go to the gym, no matter how busy you are. I think sometimes you do, you just have to, you do have to crack down. But as a whole, when I don't sacrifice the gym, block out my time and be, and be really um, intentional with my breaks and intentional with the time that I work, I get much higher quality work done. And I have no scientific evidence for it. Nah, well, I mean, still anecdotal <laughs> is, is, is decent as well. And I was going to ask you, like, would you ever sacrifice, you know, going to the gym in order to continue doing work? At times you do have to, but like, I just don't think as personally how you, and, and you said it then, but I was going to ask you like, personally, how do you feel when you know you've got something due the next day, but you still take time out to go to the gym are you more effective when you go to the gym and come back or when you just spend the whole day doing the work and you, you perfectly answered it then. Um, and yeah, I have to agree with you. There's been times where I'm behind and I know I'm behind and I've got no time left, but I'll still make time to go to the gym because I know that little gap, that little break where I can just release everything that's pent up allows me to, in turn, it's given me more ideas. Do you know, mm. like, cause you're sat there, yeah. you're working, you're releasing all this pent up stuff. You even talking mm. to friends and from that it can spur like these ideas randomly and yeah. It is tough because at the end of the day, sometimes you do just have to sacrifice the gym or your plans Can you can't make five-a-side football that week because because you got behind. Like this week, I know I probably won't be able to go to the gym as much than I usually do because I just have that much work that I need to get caught up on. But even in the course of the week then, not in the course of a day, but yeah, in the course of this week, I know, and this is actually a good reminder for me to do this, is like, okay, be very, very, <laughs> so I'll do this now. <laughs> like, be very um, deliberate in the in the days and the times that I decide to go to the gym. Like, I know that I need to get a lot of work done tomorrow morning because I've set that time aside in the afternoon for an hour or an hour and a half or whatever that I get to go to the not get to, but that I'm going to the gym regardless. And so I know that I need to be very diligent in the morning to get that work done. And then I know that at the gym, I'm going to go hard so that because on Wednesday, I'm not going to be able to go to the gym and I'll be really diligent in my work. So that on Thursday is that that's a day where I, again, like that's, I'm going to for sure go to the gym. So I think then like, even it's not just a day to day thing, but over the course of like a week and a month or whatever. I guess it also is just plus like, you have something to look forward routine. to. Yeah, yeah for yeah. sure, massively. So I guess in 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 summary, I I would say that it does help. There are some negatives, but if done properly, if done with balance, um, and not over excessive, just you know, obviously don't just do sport and then hope the fifteen minutes of work you're going to do for that day is going to cover it. But um, yeah. with balance, it, I definitely think it is a massive advantage if you can just join any sport trial anything even just spend time in the gym or meet someone you know you never know who you're going to meet in the gym you can meet your next best friend eh um and then you guys can next girlfriend that's where i'm at my girlfriend not a big deal humble brag yeah 
There you go. Um, who Matt knows? Nah, who yeah, Matt I mean, knows and gets annoyed at on Instagram that we're so happy. <laughs> oh. In summary, that, that's why I need to do some more sport. You know what? I'm going to trial about five different sports. Um, is bungee jumping without the cord a sport? By the way, David? <laughs> is that a sport? I don't know. I'll have a double check after. Skydiving. I think it is, home. but it's a limited um, time membership. I think. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just a one-off payment. Decent. I don't mind. One-off. Um, yeah. But yeah, no, all in all, a summary, I would say I agree. Um, I think it does help with academic performance. To what extent, I don't think I'll ever know. And I don't think anyone will ever be able to be that strict on a select sample. And, you know, there's so many different yeah, variables yeah. you've got to take into account. Yeah, but but the, the not like the, like we know that physical activity is so good for you. And the beauty of it is like, obviously the younger you start, the better because our brains are so plastic and mal like, and, and changeable when we're young, but at any point in our lives, like the more active you can get, the better, like get outside, get some fresh air, enjoy the sun, especially now as the weather's getting better, get that vitamin D, you know, like it. And, and I think, I think for people who, who haven't grown up active, like I would encourage them to to try a lot of different things and find something that you really enjoy doing, whatever that is, like whether that's like dance classes or walking groups or like lawn bowling, there's so many different ways to get active. I think especially maybe young people, they, they think, Oh, I, I need to get active and do physical activity. And then they say, that means I need to go to the gym, but maybe they don't and walk on the treadmill or lift weights, but maybe they don't like doing that. So then they never end up like, following through long term on that on doing that but like physical activity isn't just in the gym you know like it's going for walks if you enjoy going on bike rides around it like i said lawn bowling i don't know maybe some bingo clubs get super into it and you're jumping up and down who knows yeah. <laughs> zumba classes you know, like there's so many different ways that you can get active and and do physical activity that that you will find one that you enjoy like no doubt about it, you'll find some form of physical activity with a group of people that you enjoy doing. So like find, find those places. Um, and don't think that you have to limit yourself to like the gym or something like that. No, very well put, very well put. And I just think I'd, I'd, I'll leave it on these three, no, these two quotes. Um, one from Marcus Aurelius, you have power over your mind, not outside events. Realize this and you will find strength. The next one would be, how does it help to make trouble troubles heavier by bemoaning them? Seneca. So essentially, if you find yourself in a hole, stop digging, you know? So, I mean, there's a lot you can take from that. Make of that what you will. But yeah, if you find yourself in a hole, just stop digging. Just Take a minute. Take a minute to appreciate where you are in life. Take a minute to appreciate everything you've done. Have a look back and be grateful for the certain things and use that as inspiration to keep on going. Use tomorrow. Um, what do they call tomorrow's a, a, a... No. The present is called the present because it's a gift. There you go. Something like that. From Kung Fu Panda. Hey. <laughs> but it was Kung Fu fighting. <laughs> but, um, and on that note... On those wise words from Matt Cowley, 
We are the Real Sports Signs Podcast. Make sure you follow us on Instagram, follow us on TikTok, follow us on Spotify or wherever you find your podcast. Subscribe to our YouTube channel because things are only going up from here. We're excited you're on this ride with us. Let us know what you think about this podcast and any other podcast that we've posted. We are the Real Sports Science Podcast. We're out.